0: And it's just a matter of how customized it's going to be based on the price point. So there's really something for everybody. Thank you, guys. Let's get on into the episode. Yeah, fighters. What's going on, everybody? It's Mike here with episode 127 of the Life of a Fighter podcast. And as promised, we got Ash joining us to go over what the third trimester was like, labor and delivery, postpartum, all that fun stuff. But before we dive into today's episode... Got a couple shout outs for our sponsors. Thank you to Wynn Laundry Detergent. This episode has been specially brought to you by Wynn Detergent. That's at Wynn Detergent on social media. And you can also find them at winddetergent.com. The beautiful thing about Wynn, and I've used them in the past specifically for sports and athletic training and, and gear and making sure that smells go away, odor. But since we had the baby, I thought, you know, I never really thought about doing laundry and things like that. But. You have to pay attention to that obviously when you have a newborn and fragrances and certain chemicals in your detergent is a huge factor of not or using it. And win is perfectly safe for babies and they don't have any added fragrances or anything like that. They also do have a high performance sports line that does have um, not added chemicals or anything like that, but they do have a fresh scent. So you have options of going with the sports detergent line or the regular line, which the regular line is going to be safe for babies, for everybody, any kind of allergies, things like that. So a special shout out and thank you to them. You can check that link below as well. And also a shout out to game your core or at game your core on instagram stealth fitness uh trainer it's an awesome piece of equipment that they sent out for me to review that i'm going to be doing a 30-day challenge on i'm actually going to do a whole podcast reviewing that and some other products but check them out in the meantime check out our social media on instagram specifically on my story at mike carlo and on the instagram story for life of a fighter I'm going to be adding every couple of days um, my scores and what I've been doing with their planking equipment, and it actually hooks up to your app, so you can play games while you're planking. It makes it really cool and interactive, makes the time go by quick, so... I really appreciate that, and as always, this episode is brought to you by the Life of a Fighter shop, lifeofafighter.com forward slash shop. We have our Fitness and Nutrition Vault membership up there, $5 a month. I highly recommend you guys take advantage of that, and as always, we have our Pro Coach program, our premium memberships. Um, Any questions or comments, concerns, anything like that, feel free to reach out, and without further ado, let's jump right into it. We not only have Ashley, but we have baby (laughs) Lena joining us as well. First, thanks for joining us, Ash.
1: Thanks for having me, Mike.
0: Thanks for joining us, Baby Lena. She says thanks for yeah, having me. Yeah, she's her. very excited. <laughs> so, a big thing that I wanted to have Ashley on, and since we've been kind of recapping and reviewing um, the, the, the entire pregnancy, now that, you know, went into labor, Baby Lena's here, we know it's a girl. And obviously I talked about that on a prior episode with just myself, but now that we have Ashley on, I wanted to just check in and see how everything's going to run us through. Again, I don't have to get into too much detail or as comfortable as you feel with the details, but run us through what the third trimester was like towards the end. Um, the due date was technically yesterday. No. Yeah. What's yesterday. What's today? Today's Monday? So yeah, it was yesterday, the, ele- the 12th. 12th. Today's the 13th, right? Mm-hmm. I don't even – I'm losing track of days. I'm kind of um, – and that's something that – Ashley will definitely talk more about the sleep deprivation that I have a little bit of it, but it's, it pales in comparison to what Ashley has to deal with. So, Ash talked this through pretty much the end of the trimester, getting into contractions, labor, all that fun stuff.
1: Um, for me, the third trimester was pretty easy. I got a little uncomfortable towards the end, but I think I just got ready. So, let's see.
0: And I just want to pause there because I think when you say easy, it may be easy in comparison to the first trimester because there was even still a slight concern about, you know, like low platelet levels and, um, uh, what was it called? pre eclampsia pre sorry, and, you know, blood pressure and all these other things. So that was yeah. a little bit of a cause concern. And then maybe resting for a little bit and all of that. But then you were able to get back to work. And that's the one thing I was super impressed by is towards Dan, you on your feet and to the day pretty much you went into labor you were working
1: yeah the day before was my last day of work and that wasn't even planned but we were uh we went to the hospital on that wednesday because we had thought my water broke but it didn't <laughs> and that was my last day at work and then she came on friday I went into labor that Thursday night, and she came Friday afternoon. Um, Definitely in the third trimester, got more tired, being on my feet all the time. It was really hot, summertime. We would still go for walks, but it would take me a little bit longer. But compared to my first trimester, first and half of the second, I thought that it was pretty easy. Just towards the end, I was just ready to meet her and anxious to to see her baby and go into labor. And She ended up being nine days early, but they weren't concerned about anything. Her being too early, she weighed a good amount. She was eight pounds, nine ounces, and 21 inches long. And uh, yeah, she's healthy. Everything's great with her.
0: Her birthday is August 3rd for those that want to remember for the future. Send gifts (laughs) to Lena Maria. She loves gifts. And so one thing I thought that was interesting that I'd like to quote you on and I'm going to screw up the exact words, but was not that you enjoyed pregnancy, but you actually thought that the labor part of it is something that you would obviously not just do again because we want to have kids, but something that maybe not enjoy. Like, how would you describe it?
1: I. I genuinely enjoyed the experience. Um, I started having contractions around 9 o'clock on Thursday night. And I just sat down on the couch and was watching Netflix and started timing them. And they were about 45 seconds long, 10 minutes apart. And um, Mike had gone to bed around 10 And I think that I tried to go to bed with you, but I was still having contractions. So I came back out, watched more Netflix, and I told him, All right, I've been having contractions for like an hour or two. I don't know if this is it, but you sleep because we might have to go to the hospital in the middle of the night. And I want you to be rested. So he had no problem with that, obviously.
0: I'm a good sleeper.
1: And I was up all night. The night just... I was counting contractions all night. I had an app and they were getting stronger, longer, closer together. And I just kind of enjoyed that last night alone, counting them. They hurt. Every time they happened, I was like, all right, this is it. I have to go to the hospital. And then it would pass. And it'd be like, oh, that's not too bad. And then another one would come and I'd be like, that's horrible. But um, around 6 a.m. we called the doctor and they kind of scared me a bit. They said, you know, if you're not, you could come in, but if you're not dilated enough, they're not going to admit you. And since we had just been in the hospital, I was nervous to go and be embarrassed and have to go home. So I said, oh, I'm going to wait it out a little bit longer. So I waited about two more hours. And then my contractions were like 60 to 90 seconds each and three minutes apart. And I was like, all right, they've been going on all night. Like, this is definitely labor. It's time to go. So when I got to the hospital...
0: Well, that's first. I think there's an interesting little tidbit to throw in there. And this is why I love you. Because it was, I want to say, maybe between 4 and 6 in the morning, somewhere in that window. Uh And I had woken up and... But. I forgot if I was going to the bathroom or something. I saw you or you had woken me up or whatever. I was up and you're like, hey, I'm, my mom's going to take me. You sleep. We'll call you when, you know, we know we're being admitted for sure because we're, you weren't even sure at this point. Well,
1: I had woken you up because I couldn't call the doctor. I couldn't really speak. Right? Oh, yeah. Right. right. So then and I called, called the doctor. The doctor. Right, right. Right.
0: Okay. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And then I waited two more hours and then I said, okay, I'm going to go. I asked my mom to bring me to the hospital so they could check me and see if I was dilated enough. And uh, I told Mike, you stay and if I'm getting admitted, I'll call you. And, you know, when I got there, it took a, it was busy. It took a little while to get a room. The doctors were like switching shifts. So it took a while for her to get to me. And then she came and she was like, yeah, you're... You're five, almost six centimeters dilated. Like you're having a baby today, so Mike came down right away.
0: Well, you know what was funny <laughs> was when I woke up, it was maybe like eight thirty, and you didn't call me. You didn't even call me yet. I just called you, and I, f- I, made, I forgot if you picked up or Rose picked up. But you're like, yeah, okay. It's it's t- like we haven't even been seen yet, but you should probably come down here. So yeah. and then I head down, and by the time I got down there, they they were literally just. Getting you ready to transfer room. So it just happened to yeah, be perfect Yeah, because I was timing.
1: in triage. And then they were bringing me to the delivery room. And it took a while to get to the delivery room because they were so busy. And so I had to wait a couple hours for that. And by the time I got to the delivery room, I was seven, almost eight centimeters. Um, ready for
0: that epidural.
1: Yes. And I think I psyched myself out a bit um, about, like, pushing... I don't know what I got nervous about, but I decided that I wanted the epidural and they gave it to me around that time and it was great. (laughs) I couldn't feel any of the contractions coming, but I also couldn't feel my legs and I really didn't like that feeling and it made me a little nervous. Um, So I kept having Mike and my sister move my legs (laughs) so I could feel them. But then it came time to push and the nurse and everybody thought it would be quick but it took, we started pushing at 215 and she was born at 450. Hi Lena.
0: <laughs> she wants to be on the podcast too a little bit. <laughs>
1: She's making noises. Since she was born at 450 so it was a little over two and a half hours of pushing. Um, They basically said after two hours that it was getting to be too long and you were starting
0: to get like fatigue your body's gonna fatigue and start shutting down i was really
1: tired because at this point i had been up since nine o'clock the night before
0: it's almost 24 hours basically like 20 hours
1: and i hadn't eaten and i I started falling asleep in between
0: pushes (laughs) and then you threw up Don't forget about that part, which I think, like you said, it helps because the position you got to get in too is like, you're crunching, right? So it's putting a lot of strain.
1: Yeah. Um, you're basically crunching up and every time I crunched up, I felt like I was going to throw up. And I think that prevented me from pushing as hard as I could because I didn't want to throw up. (laughs) And then once I just let it go, I basically came pretty soon after that. Um, but they did tell me that if I didn't get her out, that we were going to have to go to a C-section. And now that, in retrospect, I think they said that to kind of motivate me. And it worked. Because she here. And, um, that's pretty much the birth story of Lena. Yeah. A- afterwards, I was just tired, but they put her right on my chest. Mike got to call out if it was a boy or girl.
0: Yeah, that was fun. Good call by me.
1: And he also um, got to cut the cord.
0: And I got to hold your legs throughout the whole thing. Yes. That was an interesting (laughs) process.
1: So, it was afterwards, I was exhausted, but I just looked back on it, and I thought that my body just did this incredible thing, and this baby is here, And it's just something that I actually enjoyed. The pain, everybody says you forget about it right after, and it's so true. You forget about it. It's all worth it. And uh, I would do it again a bunch of times.
0: (laughs) Yeah, and I I was really happy that we were at Mission um, because just the whole staff, like the nurses, from nutrition to – Everyone we were dealing with, they were not only just nice, but they were genuinely caring, and they just made you feel at ease. And the only thing i like, kind of add to the comment on that is when we, you started pushing, there was literally just that one nurse. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, listen, they explained what was going to happen. Like, listen, when it's time to put, when it's time for the baby to be here and you're pushing and all that, it'll get kind of crowded. There'll be more people in here. And me and you were even kind of thinking this, like, hey, where is everybody? If it's, <laughs> There's one if it's, person here. Yeah. But then you realize once it really starts getting closer, like, all of a sudden, all these people show up. Not just the doctor, which was there, too, obviously. But, like, now you have all these extra nurses and special team and all this other stuff and potentially anesthesia the in pediat- case they have to do the C-section and then the pediatrics. And mm-hmm. it was a whole scene. So it turned from like one person or two people in the room to like 10 really quickly. <laughs> at all the of end. a sudden
1: I look up and there's a ton of people in the room.
0: But yeah.
1: Everybody at mission was so great. Amy, the nurse that was with us when we first started pushing, she was awesome. Um, They, they were all very motivating and just very supportive and yeah yeah
0: just made you feel like not only you can do it but like you're a champ and like they were even commenting on like and i really like again i'm biased obviously but i really have to say that ashley was a champ like she really it was amazing to watch her do this and like not even like wince at the pain before she had the epidural like she you, you wouldn't honestly i didn't even know she was having contractions besides the fact she just stopped talking like she wasn't crying she wasn't yelling she was barely, like, making a face. She would just stop talking for a second or 30 seconds or a minute, however long it was. And then just all of a sudden start talking again. You're like, oh, that's why you had you had a contraction.
1: <laughs> and I would just like to point out that my husband and my sister and my mother all got burritos and ate them in front of me. Yeah, we the did. They
0: were really good. Shout out to <laughs> Moe's.
1: And I didn't even complain.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, I was hungry and I asked you and you said it was cool. Um. And, yeah, we just we stayed for the weekend. And this was something I covered on the last podcast was, like, my exercise routine while I was in the hospital. So I'm not going to go into details on that. You guys can check out the last one for all the dads out there that are going to find themselves in the hospital room for the weekend or the three days or two days or whatever it's going to be. Um, obviously, the only thing Ashley pointed out was, like, don't make a ruckus around the baby. And she was getting nervous that I was, like, because I was boxing using resistance bands that I was, like, going to hit her in the crib. Not the crib, but in the little, like bassinet thing that they had which again makes total sense and definitely listen to your wives or or baby mamas or whoever you're in there with guys they know what's up and yeah i I just thought it was an amazing experience and i'm just so happy to have you as a partner in this and we have this beautiful family now and I thought it was really cool to share that story. And now, and we can't even go into this. We probably have to have to cover you on in another six weeks because I want to talk about the postpartum aspect for exercise and nutrition and the routine that you're going to do and like how you're feeling now, especially after everything. You know, I'm sure there's some sore things, there's just some tiring things, there's all these other things. But like now from the birth, it's been 10 days. where are you at now? How are you feeling? What's been working for you? What do you plan on doing? What do you want to do? So on and so forth, all that.
1: I think definitely um, mom should take it easy and really remember that you just went through something traumatic and you have to heal. Don't stress about like getting your your body back or whatever you want to say. Like You're going to lose so much weight by just getting rid of the baby, getting rid of, but having the baby, you know, you're going to lose so much, but leaving the hospital, but just don't stress, don't force anything. It took you nine months to gain all that weight. It's going to take you time to lose it. The most important thing is to be healthy mentally and physically for your baby so you could take care of them. Um, Right now I'm just focused on resting and healing And really taking care of her. And I feel pretty good. Um, I've been trying to walk a little bit. Go outside every day. Um, Just make sure you eat. Hydrate yourself. All that good stuff. One of my biggest, I think, my biggest piece of advice for moms is to take a shower at the hospital. (laughs) After you give birth. Even if not that day, the next day, take a shower. You'll feel amazing. And just make sure you keep taking care of yourself.
0: Yeah, and I feel like we tried to take advantage of as much of the help and input and care while we're at the hospital. Mm -hmm. Whether it was just the lactation consultant or the nurses or the doctors or... You know, I didn't like – and I also think about like from a nursery thing, like everyone assumes like, oh, the baby just goes to the nursery. You get some downtime. Like they, they leave – at least with us and admission. they left the baby – not left, but they had the baby with us right away, which I loved. But then also at a certain point, especially for mom, not as much for me, like I could just sleep on the couch and I don't have to like feed her or anything like that because of our game plan of breastfeeding. And everything worked out for that. But, like, it can be tiring for you. So, I think it was our second night. We even just had them, like, just for an hour go to the nursery just so you could get, like, a nap or something Mm -hmm. like that. And, like, what would you think about that? Do you think it was worth it or?
1: Yeah, they took her for, um, the second night was much harder than the first night. The first night she slept, like, the whole night. And they kept having to wake her up so I could feed her. And they would come into the room. But... You have to think about it, like, she also went through something traumatic. She was just born. She's exhausted. So, the first night was pretty easy. The second night, um, she was way fussier. She was probably scared, didn't really know what was going on. And she was up every, at least every hour to eat. And I basically just ended up holding her and staying up with her in in my hospital bed but the nurses would come in and check on her every couple of hours then finally around like 6am I asked them to bring her to the nursery just for a little bit so I could get some sleep and they they took her for like an hour <laughs> before she wanted to eat again but you, if while you're there don't hesitate to ask for help like that's what they're there for they were happy to take her and if she needs if the baby needs to eat. They'll bring them back to you, and they're in good hands.
0: Right, Lena? Yeah, and I think it's about time. Lena's giving us some cues that she's getting. I don't know. I don't want to say restless, but maybe even a little bit hungry, and maybe ready for bed after that. Starting mm-hmm. to get a little late for her. So, um, yeah, guys, we're definitely gonna to have to have Ash back on too. And like I said, maybe four to six weeks to talk about. I'm um, putting together some things that we're gonna just try and optimize the recovery process and staying healthy and doing all the things that are necessary that also are good for ash mentally and physically and for lena and for all of us and ash i love you you're the best i'm so glad we had this experience and lena i love you the most and you're the best baby ever and yeah guys i hope you got some value out of this one um don't hesitate to ask obviously like ashley has at wife of a fighter on instagram as well not just our life at the life of a fighter on instagram and mine at my colo so if you have questions more about the pregnancy thing you can message her there and dms or put comments on things and i think she'd be happy right ash i don't know if you have any yeah. things you want to add to that i but. mean i'm
1: no expert i'm figuring this out as i go but um i'm happy to to talk to anybody who has any questions about pregnancy or labor or um the fourth trimester as they call it which is what we're dealing with now breastfeeding anything
0: yeah guys so that's gonna wrap it up Love you, Ash. Love you, Lena. Love you guys. Thanks for listening. We're constantly growing and trying to kick butt for you guys. So keep liking, sharing, commenting. Reach out with us for topics, questions, concerns, all that good stuff. One more time, shout out to our sponsors at Wind Detergent. You can check them out at winddetergent.com, at Game Your Core, our stealth fitness professional. And as always, lifeofafighter.com forward slash shop. We'll check you guys next week. dial in with the customization and we have more information on different programs and resources in our newsletter so if you haven't signed up for that do so below it's free and that is it y'all see you on the next one